Hello, church family. Uh, this is part three of our study through um, Ezra, chapter nine. Um, yesterday, we talked about how um, the type of confession or repentance that the Lord is honored by is first when we're appalled by sin. Uh, we're appalled by sin when we look at uh, the sin that we've committed against the Lord, and we are broken by it. And that's what um, something that is pleasing to the Lord that we fall into sin, that we react the same way that the Lord does, that um, it's not something that we take care of, um, lightly, but that um, something that we are uh, appalled by, that we're shocked by the fact that we fall into sin. Uh, one reference I didn't make yesterday was on Romans chapter 7, how Paul struggled with this. He, he does the things that he doesn't want to do. Um, he knows that he shouldn't do. And I think there's this acknowledgement that he uh, that he sees how serious sin is, but yet he strives um, to honor the Lord with his whole life. But even when he sins, it's not something that he's just uh, cavalier about, but he is uh, broken by it. We also talk about how uh, a confession uh, or repentance that's pleasing to the Lord is, that, is this person that doesn't blame shift. Um, we see that as Christians, whenever we fall into sin, it's... Uh, Whenever people blame other people, that's not true repentance. Uh, yes, there could be external factors. Uh, yes, there could be things that make things difficult. But at the heart of the reason why people sin is because the sin is in their own heart. And uh, Ezra, when he saw the nation fell into sin, he was broken. And he didn't even blame other people. He he just took, he spoke on behalf of the people. Um, it wasn't the because the other nations were more appealing. It was because the sinfulness in the man's heart uh, is what caused him to sin. And today we're going to talk about an, an, another aspect that uh, where genuine repentance is pleasing to the Lord is is when we focus on the word of the Lord, when our repentance is focused around God's word. Um, in Ezra chapter 9, verse 7, it says here that since the days of our fathers to this day, we have been in great guilt. In our account of our iniquities, we our kings and our priests have been given into the hands of the kings of the land to the sword, to captivity and to plunder and to open shame as it is this day. Um, Ezra essentially repeating history. He's using history uh, and all of the downfalls in the past <coughs> to share uh, how far they've fallen. Um, he's using God's word as a template to say, like this, to remind himself and, and those that are listening that uh, they failed. They failed to live up to God's word. And this is, this is the exact same sin that the Israelites in the past committed that got them into exile in the first place. They all failed. And the reason why they failed is because they failed to remember the things that are written in God's word. Um, they, uh, they, they wanted to and hoped for uh, that this generation of Israelites will be the faithful one. Um, they'll also bring back uh, the Lord dwelling with them and, and, and an everlasting king, all the promises in the Old Testament, but they fail to do it because of the sins that they committed at, at the moment when they realize that their sin is the same as the one in the past. Uh, verse 8, But now for a brief moment, grace has been shown from the Lord our God to leave us an escape remnant and to give us a peg in his holy place that our God may enlighten our eyes and grant us a little reviving in our bondage. Again, these people uh, here forgot the fact that God has rescued them 
Uh, he they they don't realize how much is given. And this is four months after they were uh, finished building the uh, the temple. You know, four months after they were able to bring in all of these resources and offerings to the Lord. Um, it, it just took four months for them to forget how, uh, God's faithfulness, and that's what happens when we uh, aren't focused in God's word. When we don't focus on God's word, and when we're, our minds are not saturated with the word of God, what's going to happen is we're going to fall into sin. Psalm 19 verse 7 tells us that God's word is what is, is, is pure and is good and is what revives the soul. Uh, Psalm 119 verse 9 tells us that um, uh, we have to hide God's word in our hearts so that we may not sin against the Lord. Um, jumping over to New Testament reference, James chapter 1 verse 21 to 25 it said, therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness and humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. But prove yourself doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. For if anyone is hearer of the word and, to, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at a natural face, at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten, <coughs> he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he is. Um, but one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides by it, not having become a forgetter, forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. You have to realize that uh, when people fall, uh, they, are, they, they fall because they fail to, um, to, to remember God's word. And genuine repentance strives to look uh, at God's word as a mirror to your own soul and see where you fall. Um, in our culture, when we're thinking that what's right, it, what's good for you is, is right, um, it, it has a false type of guilt, false type, uh, which leads to a false type of repentance. Uh, people think that sin is sin when it really isn't sin, or we think that something that is actually sin isn't sin, and then the things are get all distorted and backwards because it's not focused around God's word. And as Christians, true repentance has to come from applying the word um, that we've that we study, whether it's your own uh, Bible study time, your own um, devotional, whether you're, or whatever you're hearing God's word. Uh, it has to be uh, your confession is a, is admission that God's word is right. And that's why it pleases the Lord whenever we fall to call to ask the Lord to, to make us more like him. And the scripture gives us a template of what that looks like. Um, all of the one another's, for example, or all the commandments of don't do this or do these things. These are all expectations from God's word for us as Christians. And that's what sanctification is. Sanctification is the process by which you um, change your desires and your thoughts and, and, and align them up to God's word. And we see that in Ezra. He was confessing all things. Uh, he admits that all things that, that the Israelites were doing is displeasing to the Lord because God is a standard by which they're supposed to live and they fail to live up to it. Verse 10 of chapter 9. Now, our God, what shall we say after this? For we have forsaken your commandments. Um, this word commandment here is basically uh, anything that is right and wrong, like moral questions. Uh, it's not like ritual type uh, um, it's not just ritual things like what the Levites are supposed to do, but these are like the don't commit adultery, don't worship other idols. These are, it, it's, it's more in line with like the, the law. And that's what's going on here. These Israelites have forsaken God's word. Uh, verse 11, which you have commanded by your servants, a prophet saying, the land which you are entering to possess is an unclean land with the uncleanliness of people of the lands, with their abominations which have filled it from end to end and with their iniquity. Uh, they, Ezra is, is realizing and really speaking of a broken that 
person that's broken over to sin where he realizes that God's word has a set, has a set of commands that they fail to live up to. And, um, and he, and that's, that's part of what true repentance is. True repentance is, is looking at God's word and seeing, um, where you're lacking in, and then you turn from it. I think when we think about evangelism, part of, uh, the reason why we evangelize, we speak of uh, God's holiness and man's sinfulness is because we want to give that contrast and know that in order for you to be rescued by God, you have to acknowledge that you've fallen short of God's glory. Um, you have fallen short of God's standard of righteousness. And because of that, that's why we get uh, punished for our sins. And Ezra here acknowledges that he sees the people. They have failed to live up. They fail to remember. They, they fail to um, uphold the word of the living God. And that's why they. Um, that's why Ezra is broken. He sees the wickedness of the, of the people that claim to be devoted to the Lord just four months before and now are back into the sins from generations ago. Um, so the question that we have that I want to leave us with today is, how is uh, it, when you think about repentance in your life, is it centered around God's word or is it centered around your own emotions? Um, is it centered about any other standard outside of God's word? Because sometimes we think repentance based on our own standards. Uh, we may say, okay, as long as I don't gossip as much this week, then I'm good. No, the Bible tells you you shouldn't be gossiping at all. Put away those things. I've been put on truth telling. Or some people might think, like, I fell into sin this once this week, oh, that's okay, because um, I didn't fall, uh, oh, uh, I didn't stumble and lust in the other areas. No, true repentance is a severance of 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 all type of sin, and that's because God tells us to do that. God tells us to pluck out the eye or, or cut off the arm or get uh, or cough a limb, any part of your body, so that you don't fall into sin. It's better that you have go into heaven with uh, you know missing limbs and to go to have your whole body be casted into hell. So repentance has to be centered around God's word, um, and that's what is pleasing to the Lord. So ask yourself today, is your repentance focused around God's word? If not, then that's something that we need to really evaluate. Is, is the reaction true repentance, or is it just something that we're just masking until um, and thinking that we're doing what's right? Uh, that's today. Tomorrow we're going to end our, our study in chapter 9 by focusing on uh, the last element of of true of a repentance that's pleasing to the Lord is that we're dependent on God's grace. Um, I hope that this lesson is helpful. Uh, have a good day. Take care.